don't give. All I gotta say is Porter can Welcome to Sounder Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Aaron Lingley. And I am the other host, Cameron Collins. What is up, everybody? What's up, other host? Hey, uh, Sounder's time. That's what's up. I know. Uh, holy crap, they woke up from yeah. you know a nil-nil a week ago to five-nothing Sounders over Motagua. 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 Uh, you were at the match, man. How'd you it enjoy was, it? So it, was, uh, it was cold. I was wearing a ton of layers, uh, you know, uh, T-shirt, sweatshirt, jersey, jacket, parka. So I think it was 28 degrees by the end of the game, but it was well worth it. I had a, a really great time. I go with my dad and my buddy Rich to every game, and Rich was so cold at halftime, he went up to watch uh, at the bar where they have a TV inside the club level. And uh, he's from California, so let's put that out there. He's not he's not Fair. local. So he's originally from California, so he's not used to the cold. But uh, I told him to stay up there once we started scoring goals because we kept scoring <laughs> Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Exactly. So yeah, it was it was so much fun to be there in person. And and I seem to recall last show, you said we were gonna lose. Am I remembering that correctly? No, I didn't no, absolutely not. You're right, because it was me that I, said that. I said that I said that I could see us winning one nothing or losing one one because we would have not advanced on away goals. So uh yeah, it's gotta be closer than what it was. I I was just calling for off offense, please. Like right, no, you you up. got it. You got it. I was wrong. I expected that the Motagua defense was gonna hold up. They have three national team starters on their back line. Uh so I just and, and we saw at the beginning of the game, no matter how dangerous we were, they were they were clearing everything out. Every single pass, whether it was from uh cross, whether it was from Jordan or whether it was from Nuhu, and we yeah. were really dangerous with them in the beginning, they were always in the right place. Yeah, maybe got they got that cross going across the face of the goal, but they would have a defender ready to just kick it away. So uh I was a little worried and then the game opened up. It was really, I think, once we scored that second goal, uh, everything changed. And which was, yeah, two minutes into the second half. 
Yeah. Um, so, but, but even bigger than that, since you weren't there, how was your experience watching the game on the fantastic <laughs> channel Fox Sports 2? Uh, well, it was, was fine at first. Um, I have YouTube TV, so I'm on my laptop, which... As, as I'll get to, it gave me complete, I was able to kind of pivot really quickly versus just watching on TV. But yeah, like 15 or so, whatever minutes in, no, it must have been about 30 minutes in, 25, because I missed the first goal. Uh, Rob Stone just appears on the screen and slowly starts to tell you that they're shifting to a college basketball game. And I quite literally, you know, with, I mean, we're not ignorant here. There is some crazy, unfortunate happening in ukraine and i thought rob stone was coming on to tell us that nuclear war had just started no, no joke you know i we interrupt the this broadcast like we interrupt the broadcast bro we interrupt this program to yeah. bring you like yeah i mean it, nuclear weapons have been shot at the united states we go live to fox news to rob discuss stone more. <laughs> yeah but nope that's not what rob stone did yeah, no, uh, basically just said, here's college basketball. Um, and you. So <laughs> uh, download the app, please. And I initially was going that direction, but then I ended up bitching on Twitter and someone gave me a YouTube link, but then they had a limit to viewers on the YouTube link. And then I just went to their website, which is like the last place I wanted to be. So, um, yeah, so got it, and I mean, it was a. I just kept it on there because it was a few seconds behind. Unfortunately, as I what I do like to do when watching from home, whether it's no way game or um, you know I'm home because the kid uh, is being with the community on on Twitter, you know, and just talking and bitching and laughing and whatever giffing around. So mm-hmm. um, it was. I mean, other than that hiccup from Fox when it, once it was full screen, you know. Um, had a blast. Did miss the first goal though. Super bummed, but they made it up to me. So I appreciate and the, that. And the second goal, if you like, I I TV DVR'd it on my TV, and the second goal was not part of it either because it didn't come back till after the second goal. Oh, so okay. yeah, they they were gone for a while. So I I didn't actually I, I since I didn't see the second goal live, I was still doing halftime stuff, uh, and I had yet to get back to my seat. I was a few minutes behind. Uh, they, I didn't see that goal until I got to watch the highlights on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. And that was some of the worst defending I've ever seen, but we can get into like the goals here in a little oh, bit. Um, especially but, on the, the Jordan goal. Oh my God. Oh, poor dude. Poor dude. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was public. Oh, yeah, but, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. So yeah, overall that's great, but let's look at real quick. Let's catch up the, there's other teams in this tournament. We haven't won the whole damn thing yet. So let's look at that. We have, uh, we're playing Leon uh, on in a week from what, Tuesday or Thursday, something like that. Eighth. Yeah. Yep. Clicking. We uh, at home, we, uh, we will host them here. And then I think we're away to them on the 15th. Mm-hmm. You want to run through the other ones who made it through? I don't have them in front of me, so I don't. Oh, know. I do. Uh, we have New York City FC advancing. They, uh, I think, off mic, you told me that they they are the leading scores in the tournament in the first two legs, but we are right behind them with five. But so they have some offense so so far. They're playing communication. Communic. Wow, let's just stick with that. Um, Cruz Azul, Montreal, Montreal. Surprising. They uh, they were three nil in the last. Let me go back to round. Of yeah, 16. they really turned it on in that second leg. Right, they weren't looking good the first. Yeah, First Santos leg, and they, too. they came back and just destroyed Santos Laguna, who's traditionally a, a pretty good team. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
New England. They are playing Pumas. Man, MLS is pretty stoked. It's MLS versus Mexico in every single match. Comunicaciones is there. Comunicaciones from uh, Guatemala. Guatemala? But, but otherwise, Guatemala. yes. And they're good. They 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 won the... Uh, they have the second-tier teams that have to play in to CONCACAF Champions League, and they actually beat Motagua in the CONCACAF League final. I think it was something like 6-2 in aggregate. Oh, okay. 6-3, maybe. That was all of them, right? Pumas, New England. Yeah, New York City FC Comunicaciones. We're playing Lyon. And New England, of course, threw because they didn't have to play. Yeah. Congratulations, dudes. So if if, if we were to pass Lyon, we would play the winner of Pumas versus who they're playing. New England. Yep. I don't have the bracket up, but I believe you're right. That's what I learned on Twitter today. Oh, you learned something on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, that's what we're up against between now and Nashville. But let's get in the game. That's what we're do- That's what we're recording tonight. We weren't going to record tonight, but they forced our hand by scoring five goals. Uh-huh. So um, honestly, from the thirty thousand feet, because I had, I mean, I I was a little worried in the first like fifteen minutes. Um, we were moving. But there was that they, they nearly scored. I mean, from your seats, do you, do you sit with Gorilla FC or do you sit somewhere else in the in the stadium? No, I'm over in the club seats because my dad's 81, and so he couldn't okay. stand for that long. So we we have nice cushy club seats where you can sit down the whole game and and enjoy it. Right about the the equivalent of the 45 yard line for uh, American football. Okay, so were you? What was your perspective on that goal? Oh, that missed goal, I should say. But it looked like one. They, they were they were celebrating on their bench. Right, they thought it was a goal. So we're we're right behind their bench, basically. Uh, okay, so did you think bench. it went in? Yeah, I thought it went in, and I was like, what's happening? Like, my first thought was like, well, we're screwed. Now we have to score two goals. There's no way. That's what I thought. And then uh, everyone was just slowly walking back, and I was like, what is happening? And I was like, wait, did they not score? And then the replay played, and I was like, they didn't score. So I totally thought that was a goal. Yeah, no, my, my stomach dropped because – from if you're behind the bench, so is the camera, right? So look like it went in. And that that was my worry in the last episode, right? If if we give up a goal, I mean, we didn't have any offense that in leg one. None. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we would need to score as many goals as shots that we had in the last game. I mean, that's you know that's a hundred percent. So I was worried about that. So I wanted more offense just in case they freaking scored and they almost did. But they responded they had been going strong that whole until we finally put one in the net. Like we looked goal dangerous pretty much from the outset, like immediately Jordan running down the left side, crossing it knew who knew who running down the left side, crossing it a little bit on the right. Rusnak tended to push it back more towards the center and then they would push it around the left. Uh, It wasn't until later on in the first half where they started switching the ball from the left back to the right. And we saw a couple errant passes from new who, Mm-hmm. Uh, from Jordan, from some others, but we also saw some brilliant balls through. One from Jordan across to I think it was Alex on the far right side. Uh, one from uh, even even the the chance I think it was in the second half though when when Jordan didn't cross it and instead stopped and then crossed it behind everyone and it went right to Rusnak who just put it barely over the top of the goal and you're going like uh, it was later in the first half I think and you're going oh man that that later in the season that's a goal. Yeah, Obed yeah, that, got in on it too. I, mean, I think yeah. he had one of my favorite. Pa- that you can't get closer to a defender 
<laughs> on yeah. on a through ball like that, and that was just perfectly weighted for Jordan. But well, I think it was just like a an errant cross. I don't even remember what happened, but I because probably I was typing the the tweet of like Obed, wow. Um, and I don't remember who had the through ball to Jordan, but at one point he was going dangerous on a play where the the ball was passed passed through to him in the air he headed it to the yep. ground in front of him and then kept running with the ball and i don't think anything ended up happening from that play but i was just so and that may have even been the same with the rest that may have been the shot for russ Nack, the one i was just talking about but i just was really impressed especially by jordan's play but jordan and knew who on the left side and you could immediately see what they're bringing in from pretty much the outset knew who was calling for the ball he was like the ball would be on the other side of the field and he would be waving his arms. Like, look at me, look at me, get me the ball. Yeah. As he does. He was right? out there. Yeah. It, I couldn't, and I can't tell if it's because he's a leader now and he's saying, get the ball to me so I can pass it up the field and it's working. Or if he's being like a petulant child and being like, give me the ball. I, I would, I would hope it's, it's the first one. Um, right. 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 And, and, and plus like he's, he's, Seems loved by everybody. So yeah. um, what I really appreciated was how quickly we were trying to move the ball up through the midfield and get offensive and get aggressive when we weren't in the last match, right? But like it seemed like almost every time we recovered the ball, got the ball, and we were transitioning, it would move pretty quickly. At least there was attempts to move quickly and then up, reset, bring it back, but not so much dawdling. Or right. errant passes, I guess. Uh, we I don't want to say we were we dawdled a lot in the last leg, like, no. but it was sluggish and rusty. Right. right. This and was it not just sluggish didn't at all. Rusty or sluggish at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were pushing it forward. And even when they would pass the back the ball back to reset, even if it went all the way back to fry, they immediately would push that ball back up the field. Mm-hmm. They would immediately try to push it up the left side or switch it to the right to get Christian or or Alex involved. And what I was thought was interesting was there was a point where I was like and I don't know what, what what how far into the game this is because it all meshes together at this point because it yeah. wasn't a goal. But I was like, man, Christian's quiet again today. Like, what is going on? And then he had that like breakaway right in front of the goal where he got taken down inside the box, but then they didn't call the foul. The, the retaliation tackle. Yeah, they called and, they called the fa- the original foul. But that first foul that um in the game, I think it should have been a red card. The one that they went to VAR for, I don't know oh, why. He when he got cleated, yeah, I, I tweeted a, a photo of like the di- there's the ball is clearly on the other side of the player and like four or five feet, six feet. Right, and ahead. he cleats his ankle and he cleats like, the back into it. Yeah, Achilles, like, man. I yeah, I don't know I thought how. It was red. I thought yeah, it was I don't know how that's not red. I think the only reason he didn't do it is he didn't want to end the game right there. Although we saw in Colorado that that doesn't necessarily end the game because Colorado had the same thing happen over there. They got one goal shortly thereafter and then couldn't score for the rest of the game and lost on penalties. So yeah, they, they really were 24 shots and they only got one in the goal against uh, having an extra player against the team that was down, man. So it was yeah. really, uh, they, they screwed the pooch. We didn't. Yeah. And, and luckily like he wasn't terribly hurt. I'm sure he's bruised up, but he played obviously well um, and it didn't matter. Right, so that's that's important. Um, speaking of a yellow card, real quick, we don't have to jump to the end of the game. Obviously, um, pretty bummed. Even though I think it was kind of harsh that Ariaga with up five nil in a tournament where your next yellow, you're suspended a match, and we potentially have what five matches if we go win the whole damn thing mm-hmm. uh, ahead of us. So I'm pretty bummed he got a yellow in like 85th minute, I think it was, but. 
And and that was on the far side of the field of me. What did you think of that play? It, it looked clean to me, but it was so far away that I couldn't tell. Five nil, eighty fifth minute. I'm not following <laughs> like the the game as closely as I was yeah. you know, eighty minutes prior. But uh, yeah, I remember just being just kind of like, what the let un un just unnecessary. Not pissed off or anything, but I'm pretty bummed. Like, come on, five five nil. Let's just herd them back into the locker rooms and get in. Yeah, focused on that. No injuries, right? just go and and you don't even need to it, hustle. It's okay to not hustle yeah. at five no yeah. five minutes, <laughs> like right. It depends on who you are, right? If you for Ariaga, maybe that's true. For some of the other players in the field, this was their chance to shine. There was young players out there, or backups, yeah, like Leo. Of course, I, I expect him to be busting lungs and stuff like right. that with the fifteen right. minutes he got, and he did great. But let's go back. Let's go back. The f- first goal, Sounder. I mean, so well, let's actually start. So we, they go to VAR for the. Uh, the tackle that's like one minute into the game, mm-hmm. and uh, they give it on Nico, and they get a yellow card, and then uh, eventually we finally score a goal. But even that goal was weird because their player went down. It too. looked like one of our, from what I saw on the replay, and you, and I don't know if you watched it later, but because you didn't, it wasn't on yet, right? It was, I didn't get to see it. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Rob. So it it went. Uh, it looked like maybe a Sounders player went up for the ball and his foot errantly tagged the player in his growing region, maybe right in the groin. But uh, I'm not sure. That's just kind of what it looked like from where I was. But he was down and they were calling for a VAR. And so we sat there after the celebration for a good four yeah. or five minutes waiting to know whether or not a goal was even scored. And then he just starts walking back and never went. And so even the the, the manager, the head coach of of – uh, Motagua was doing the VAR TV symbol, which I remember during the World Cup, they were going to give out cards for that. I don't know. They obviously <laughs> really? haven't continued that. I think it's stupid that they would because if you think they should look to VAR, that's what you should do. But they obviously didn't think it was VAR worthy. So uh, right away, that goal, it's like we celebrated, but then it's like, was it a goal? And it was just anticlimactic. Like, and eventually it was like, oh yeah, I guess it was a goal. Yeah, and I then, mean, and I, I, did, I saw the highlights right of the goal, yeah. obviously, right? Um, it, I don't I, I'm glad they didn't take the goal away because that kind of crap happens in the box. Eight players all jostling around. So whatever. Um, glad they didn't take it away. And he, I mean, he rebounded himself um, and that caused the keeper actually to jump completely to the right side of goal and, and the players to kind of turn around. Lo- I turned around, sorry about that. Turned around and lose their mark. Like they're just, mm-hmm. everyone stopped. Right. So when the ball came advantageously right back to him, he, had the seas parted and yeah. just kind of bounced it right in there. So kind of a wonky first goal, but really happy went to Nico first. Like, if- And he got to go grab a ball off the stand and put it under a shirt for his baby girl on the way. Is it a, a girl yeah. coming? Is that what he said? Yeah. Or just a new baby? New baby girl. Oh, Yeah, he's a, he's a cute dad. Yeah, I, I, awesome dad. I love seeing him bring his kids places. Yeah, and his little, I mean, the, the, butt, the butt slap celebrations probably... Mm-hmm up there with some of the favorite deuce has got a lot of them though with the handshakes, but anyway, uh, yeah, super happy for him. That was 30 minutes in. And then, you know, offense kept going. I thought we were going to get two or three before halftime and it just didn't bounce in. Yeah. But it did yeah. right after halftime. Right. Which yeah. rolled it on. totally could have, it could have bounced in immediately. Uh, but no second half we come out and, uh, I was a little worried with about six minutes left in the first half because they started looking a little more dangerous and the Sounders are notorious for giving up late goals the beginning, the end of the first half, beginning and early goals, beginning of the second half. And those goals are just killing us. Like 
all that work you've done and then you mm. just let it all go. So if we had gone in one, one, it would have been rough, but we held them off. But yeah, then the second half starts and immediately within what, like a minute or two. Yeah. I think it's 47, 48. Yeah. Christian scores. Mm-hmm. Some of the worst defending. We already talked about that. And then, and then the onslaught began. Yeah. <laughs> what was next? Was it Roe or no, it was Jordan, right? That was the, yeah, the Jordan fell down. Yeah, I think was that. Yeah, the ball was passed through to him, and the guy had to reach behind him to like get it, and no. completely whiffed and fell over, and it just went right in front of Jordan's feet. I don't even think he had to really go behind, dude. I, I think his teammate was coming out to get it, like coming to get it too, and they kind of, and it was like he, they both just kind of lost each other for a moment. Yeah, he he swung at it, it but it, the, it seemed very, yeah. very not meaningfully swung at it. And he it just was fell, like he I fell said, over. Public. He just fell on his ass, and then. All of a sudden, Jordan's standing there like, uh, I'm one-on-one with the keeper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he just kicked it in. <laughs> and that's his first goal since 2020. Yeah, he looked uh, relieved to, yeah. <laughs> to have that go in, right? And it's yeah. the second time he's had to do something like that. I mean, we all remember, at least I do, and I'm sure you do, when he scored. Um, it, was from the, it was from the left side, you know, um, coming back from his first injury, first ACL. So, yeah, you know, he's super just relieved, especially this early, you know, before even the MLS season starts. So happy for him. Um, I think the next goal, the row goal, which uh, there's a lot of players that were really happy to get a goal in this game. Um, obviously, mm. you're always happy to get a goal. But in terms of they're not all Rui Diaz who we expect, but row gets it. But I think that was probably our best buildup of any of the goals. That the right. way that ball moved around, that Rusnak should Ro, get a secondary assist. He didn't. Yeah, and Rowe not even involved in the in the in the play at that point. He's on the far side of the field, run, and he sees the pass. I think the initial pass to to Rusnak before he sends it up the field, and he just starts running towards the far post, which is what knowing, he should have done, right? That give him credit yeah. for that. Yeah, he just totally he's, got. But Rowe like, just starts running through the far post because he's like way back at like. That half, uh, the midfield, mm-hmm. he starts just running as fast as he can to the far post and just counts on there's going to be a cross to, to the far post and perfect cross right to his feet, boom, and couldn't believe we had a fourth goal, let alone another one coming. Yeah, no, so that I'm that I'm very proud of seeing that offense happen instead of just kind of advantageous stuff and kind of yeah. soccer shit that happens sometimes. That was us purposely moving through from midfield to the perfect run. And then my boy, Leo, he's ready to play. Yeah, I mean, Rusnak just lays the ball off to him uh, and, and seemed like maybe he was going to step towards the ball, but then once he saw Leo had it, he just steps away, and Leo just right right into the net and does his Black Arrow celebration. Just awesome. But actually, I didn't think about this until you just said it. Um, when Rusnak missed earlier in the match, he should have, he had like, actually, I don't know if it was that that attempt. He had one that he kind of missed, definitely missed right, it was wide right. And he had, I think, Morris and maybe Ladero kind of trailing. And if he like dummied it or backheeled it, some, I mean, didn't have to be too flashy. I think he realized that right as he missed it and then kind of like saying, what the hell, bro? Um, maybe to keep my eye up next time the ball is in the box like that and I have it. And so maybe that's why I did lay it off to him. Yeah, and, you know, I think he, he wants to get a goal. He feels the pressure of this. Is, he wants to impress Sounders fans. This is his first home game too, which adds that pressure. He he wants us to think he's he's worth the money and all that kind of stuff. So 
Uh, I'm sure there's lots of pressure on him to score, just like there's pressure on Rui Diaz and, and Morris to score for different reasons. But yeah, he. I think we've seen through two games the potential that he could have on this roster and how good he actually is that he's just not fully integrated into the team yet. He doesn't know where players are going to be necessarily. He doesn't know, um, you know, their tendencies. And once they get those figured out, because there was times where you'd see him do a through ball and like Rui Diaz would turn right instead of left mm-hmm. or something like that. So once they figure those things out, we might be unstoppable. Like it's, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm really hopeful after what we saw from these two games. Yeah. And I mean, Motagua is not, the best team in the world, but they are in the Champions League. So yeah, I think they could, I think they could beat a bunch of MLS teams. To be honest, uh, yeah, I mean the to see us dominate that way and play just good. I mean it was a shutout too. We got to mention that another. Yeah, we, they, we haven't given one up into in 120 minutes. So yeah, that is just you know why it feels so good. You want to know why it feels so good because I, before the game, you know, you pull open the the Sounders app. And it tells you like the last results that that have happened. And so I'm walking into the game and I'm pulling up my tickets. So I got to load the Sounders app and it, and it shows, it shows loss, loss, draw, draw, loss, draw. And it's just like, okay, we haven't won a game long time. Like we, we backed into the playoffs and then we lost our first round game. Just like, oof. so then suddenly getting this five goals, just blowing up Motagua, just, it made me so happy. And just from the beginning, you were seeing Rui Diaz back killing it to people. You were seeing crazy spins where players would come at a, would come at a Motagua player, like spin around and protect the ball and then just run right past them or then pass it to someone who's wide open running at the goal. Like if we're going to control the game, like we did possession wise, I, the one thing that always struggles, the Sounders always struggle with is they, they don't get a lot of possession. They win games with less possession. If we're also going to get possession, I don't see how we're not one of the top teams in the West. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, it was I'm exciting. It was glad, I'm glad to be there. I'm excited for Nashville on uh, Sunday. Yeah, two and, days. Um, you know, and, and short break, uh, I'm pretty sore, I will say, after the game. It was my first game setting up the Gorilla FC banner in, oh, I don't know, two two years since since before COVID, basically, because last year there was some issues and we ended up putting it behind the Sounders bench for, for a game. But um, now that it's back in its normal spot, uh, it just, like, I am, <laughs> my arms are so sore. Like, it's just, it's wake so up cool the muscles. To- Right, I haven't used them for a while, and it's good. And I got my five miles, ten thousand steps in of walking. So, uh, yeah, more matches, more walking for me. Good times. I hate to transition into this, but who's not going to be? Well, what we hope is walking to the next match. Mm. Rui Diaz, man. Yeah, posted on Instagram. I don't recall seeing anything happen on the pitch. It was it, but knee injuries can be phantoms. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice it during the game. The only thing I noticed was at halftime, I was watching TV cause I ran up to the, to get into the warmth of the club level. And I noticed as he was walking off, a coach came over and like put his hand on his head and kind of rubbed it and then put his arm around him while, while Raul had his head down. So my takeaway, I was like, was he hurt or is he just bummed that he didn't score a goal? And I was thinking that he might be hurt, but he was then out. Then he they got taken out at halftime, and they put in Jao Paulo. 
I don't even recall because, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was, I don't know. We have a game coming up <laughs> and we, yeah, it's the second game we've ever played. So, and jo- Joao needs minutes. That's all I thought it was. You know, we were up a goal and I don't know, but man. And we saw other, we saw that with other players, right? Like we, uh, Adiron come on. We saw Chu come on. We saw Montero come on. So they, they started subbing off, you know, Jordan and Christian and other players to give them rest. Yeah, I guess it was just assumed, right? You're just subbing for for rest reasons. So, but at one nothing, that's too early to be subbing off someone for rest. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So let's uh, cross our fingers. MRI tomorrow or today, if you're listening on Saturday, the what date of the twenty fifth, twenty sixth will be the date that he's getting an MRI. So I I would expect we'd hear news by tomorrow evening. Yeah, hopefully Um, some good news Sunday morning. So bummer. Arguably our best player, right? He buckles the net. That's important. Just signed that extension. Yeah. So cross our fingers. But, I mean, if there was a, a roster that can withstand uh, a hit like that for a few matches, a few weeks, uh, hopefully that's the worst of it. But it's this one, right? Move Jordan up front. Uh, yeah. Move Jordan up. Start Freddie up there. Start uh, Will Bruin. Yeah, you could start Adiron like uh, embarrassment of riches. A- A- AOC is with the team again, right? So you could start him. Yeah, although it looks like Sam's probably the the one right behind Will so, so yeah. far that we've seen. But yeah, well, cross our fingers. But uh, I think we should probably pull it into port. Yeah, I feel about that. All right, Sounds we'll go Sounders. What a wonderful five nil win we'll be seeing Leon in a, about a little over a week. Nashville in a couple days. Oh, I do want to mention one thing. Uh, just for funsies, we're doing MLS Pick'em. So go to my Twitter; it's pinned. So free, and I'm thinking hundred bucks at the end of the season to to the winner. All you got to do is pick who wins, or if it's a draw, and uh, we'll be putting details on there. So if you do the contact link in the description of the show. Um, I will reply to your contact with the kind of rules of the, the league. Super simple. Um, but yeah, I think it would be fun. Why not? Takes two seconds yeah. when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, join us. All right. Spend some money, maybe. And when you take us out, Cameron? Uh, yeah. Let's pull this into port. I'm uh, your Aaron Langley. Mm-hmm. Where, where's your Twitter? A A R O N L I N G L E Y. It's kind of musical. Yep. A.A. Ron Lingley. Stop it. And I, I am Cameron <laughs> I'm Hong. so tired of A.A. Ron. <laughs> you, can get me at, you can get me at Legal Minded Punk on Twitter and on Instagram. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next Bye, time. Bye, everybody. Go Sounders. Let Russ cook. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.